0: The consequences to the Republic of overturning a democratic election because you don't like the result and because you believe that that election was somehow corrupted, uh, when in fact the, the evidence shows that it was not. That's an interesting approach. I think it's crazy, frankly. Everybody's mad about something. now when Republicans, 74 million Americans, have concerns about election integrity, we're supposed to just sit down and shut up? I mean, somebody has to stand up here. You've got 74 million Americans who feel disenfranchised, who feel like their vote doesn't matter, and this is the one opportunity that I have as a United States Senator. This process right here, my one opportunity to stand up and say something, and that's exactly what I'm going to do. When people are they show you who they are you gotta believe who they are like kids. yeah Make him change hey party crashers welcome to season two episode one of the uninvited this is your host jerry jones however you found this wherever you decided to find us i'm so very glad you did please do us a favor please rate review and subscribe so you don't miss another one of these fine episodes and should you give us a rating give us five stars because five stars feels like love and four stars feels like the friend zone Happy New Year. We did it, huh? We made it. <laughs> you know, it, I have to say, though, I have to say that um, 2021 kind of feels like it feels like our bid's been accepted on the house, but that we we don't get the close on it uh, until until Wednesday. And there's all these competing offers coming in. Um, you know, I I, you know we went through that when we, we bought our house and I'm sure most of, apparently the housing market has been crazy. Um, but you know what, we're here and we're just going to claim the fact that we are officially in 2021. Um, even though it feels like the, the unofficial, the unofficial beginning to this year won't take place for another, uh, 17 days when we kind of, get to we get to move into that new home right and we get to kind of clear out all the stuff right we get to the trump administration you all in 17 days will be no more uh and we we get a new president not that that isn't keeping folks from trying to uh (laughs) to you know it's it's kind of like um I don't know 2020 Um, it's what was it? Was it kind of they're rejecting the breakup 2020 is rejecting the breakup and um, you've got Republicans being led by uh, Missouri's own Josh Hawley. Um, What you heard there were actually the two voices of of Josh Hawley. Um, The second you know, um, soundbite that you heard was just from a couple of days ago on Fox News. And, you know, Josh Hawley, the defender of democracy, the defender of the Trump presidency, because, you know, 74 million Americans feel like their voices haven't been heard. (laughs) Cry me a river. Um, and so he, along with, um, Uh, About a dozen other senators, um, including... Is Ted... Ted Cruz, man. I'm sorry, Texas. I really am. Emily and Sean, I'm so sorry. I mean, we came close with Beto a couple of years ago. I am so sorry that you're stuck with, with Ted Cruz. He is the ultimate jock writer, okay? So Josh Hawley, who... You, you guys have to understand. For those of you who don't aren't familiar with Josh Hawley, I mean he, uh, former Attorney General for the state of Missouri, uh, he is he is an up and comer. He's forty one, youngest member of the Senate. Um, and if you listen to him, you might think that he is a, in air quotes, man of the people. That you know he you, know, listen this this guy this he's a kid to me. I mean well he's not a kid. I'm not going to do him like that. He's he's nine years younger than me. Uh, graduated from Stanford undergrad, and I graduated Yale Law School. So not exactly rank and file, not exactly uh, man of the people. One would think that he would be more intelligent than this. Um, that this fool's errand um, to to try to to stop. Uh, the the certification of the Biden administration—it just seems crazy—until um, you realize what he's actually doing. Right, Josh Hawley knows that this has no chance in hell of happening. Josh Hawley is getting out in front, or at least he hoped to get out in front uh, of of kind of being in that new wave of. You know, getting that Trump support, getting the endorsement, I would imagine, of Trump himself, uh, but also that Trump following. And in the state of Missouri, I mean, we are, you know, I I would say that Missouri is as Trumpy as any of the other states that you might imagine being super Trump. Uh, Missouri is, 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 is really dying to wool Trump, with the exception of St. Louis and Kansas City. Um, But Ted Cruz, recognizing what Josh Hawley is doing, has really tried to jump on the bandwagon. Not just jump on the bandwagon. He's trying to pull an Indiana Jones. Um, You've seen Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? Um, Shout out. (laughs) All right. So you hear about about my buddy, Ryan Mulligan, sometimes. Um, Hit him up sometime at RTI underscore Mulligan. On Instagram, and just ask him where does he rank Raiders of the Lost Ark in uh, amongst the greatest movies of all time. You, <laughs> his response uh, would be uh, comment gold. Okay, but in basically every Indiana Jones movie, Indiana has to jump off of something moving, a moving locomotive, to get onto something else that is moving. And typically his goal is to take over the, the driving of the vehicle. And usually the person who's driving the vehicle is driving. It. I don't know how people do this. I guess it's only in the movies where they're able to drive and fire a weapon at the same time. So you can't tell me that someone can drive and fire a weapon but still not be able to, I don't know, scroll Twitter at stoplights, that doesn't make sense to me. But anyway, Indiana Jones is usually ha- usually quarreling with someone to take over the drivership of a car that he leapt upon, and that, my friends, I feel like is the is the metaphor of Ted Cruz's entire political career. And to think that Ted Cruz, Senator Ted Cruz, from the great state of Texas. I would almost have to say now that I would have to say the great ish state of Texas. I mean, like, it's not great when you think about their leadership. Um, you've got Greg Abbott, um, who's just a terrible governor. I mean, let's be honest. You've got Ted Cruz, um, You've got Florida man, oh my gosh, who runs the uh, Texas GOP, um, um, Wayne something or another. This is what happens, folks. <laughs> you, you try to, you, when you try to follow politics of all these different states. Um, and then you've got John Cornyn. Dear God. I don't know how many of you, first of all, don't ask me why I follow John Cornyn on Twitter or why I'm following elected officials from all these other states but I do follow John Cornyn on Twitter. Did you see his his Christmas brisket, his holiday brisket? His, has anyone seen that? Go to find him on Twitter. I mean, he at this point it's so embarrassing that that photograph of that of that brisket. He may have deleted it. I mean, that was a brisket worthy of a burner Twitter account. But if this guy, with the brisket that he's like, oh yeah, this is our family tradition. If that guy is your senator, your state is screwed. okay. And Josh Hawley now is trying to become the ringleader of the wackadoodles in the U.S. Senate. And in Congress, and Ted Cruz is really trying to pull an Indiana Jones and say, hey, hell no. I'm driving this, uh, this crazy train. But... Um, but yeah, they I mean, they're, they're not ready to let go. And I don't know if you've seen, um, con- uh, speaking of Texas, Congressman Lewis Gohmert, or does he go by Louis? He looks like someone who should go by Louis. Louis Gohmert. His lawsuit was thrown out, um, by a federal judge, um, last week, late last week. Um, apparently... And I'm summarizing here, I'm not a lawyer, and I'm so I'm summarizing that Louis Gohmert's assertion was that Vice President Mike Pence and Vice President Mike Pence alone has the authority <laughs> to certify the election. How crazy is that? That's insane. Um and so yeah, so basically, um, you know, you've got these wackadoodle states who are trying to appoint their alternative electors, and they are now saying that, look, only Pence can certify. The judge is like, you're crazy, you're nuts. Which kind of makes what Holly is doing, Cruz is doing, even more, um, more absurd. Uh, I think there were over 50 lawsuits that Trump's team filed, demanding recounts, demanding election results be overturned. And I think they won one. I think they were like one in 49. Not a good record. Um, but these Republicans just can't seem to let go. And they want the, I don't know, the dumpster fire. And that was 2020 uh to continue and so for the next few days we're going to get this sideshow into 2021 but i want to assure you um in three days time uh the election or the 2020 election for president will be certified and in 17 days from the time this is recorded we will have the 46th president of the United States, Joseph R. Biden, Um, which is, which is pretty exciting, by the way. Um, In two days from now, uh, at the time of recording, we will know, um, well, I should, I shouldn't say that we'll know. Who knows how long we'll know, because I would imagine the same tricks that have been used to try to derail The presidential election will be used to derail this particular election but the the two uh runoff elections in georgia we will know hopefully if uh the republicans will maintain control of the senate or if the democrats will uh will take over leadership um it looks like um as of yesterday or maybe Friday. I know that early voting had stopped, but three million people had already voted um, prior to Tuesday's election. Um, and from what I'm hearing, there were well over a hundred thousand new voters—voters voters who did not who did not vote in um, in the November election. Um, so there's a chance. Uh, Reverend Raphael Warnock running against um, the incumbent, um, Senator Kelly Loeffler, and John Ossoff running against David um, Perdue. Loeffler and Perdue are in a predicament right now um, because of what the president (laughs) is doing. And I believe the president actually is in Georgia today on uh it's what january 3rd i believe he's in georgia today um with the i i mean of course the idea is that he's there to campaign for purdue and Lawler. however the president only and always campaigns for himself and he's kind of put them in a predicament um purdue and Lawler had been on the record being against Um, increased stimulus checks. I understand some of y'all have already gotten, gotten checks. That's great. That's great that the the money's already coming in. Uh, But then the president, you know, well-documented now comes in at the 11th hour, says, Hey, this deal that Mnuchin negotiated with Pelosi is crap. Um, They need, people need to be getting $2,000. And so now they're, they're kind of having to To kind of circle back around, it really is that the the tail is wagging the dog at this point. And so they are kind of doing some verbal gymnastics to try to figure out how they can say they're for something that they've been clearly on the record saying that they're against. Um, It hasn't helped them that Trump has also said that uh, runoffs are illegal. Not sure where he's getting that from. And the concern of the Georgia Republican Party is that Trump may actually dissuade uh, Republicans from voting. Um, so in a way, Trump is kind of the gift that keeps on giving. You know'll we'll just, we're just going to have to keep our eye on what's going on in Georgia. I do understand that it's not too late to, um, to assist. In that effort, um, you know, uh, I would, you know, actblue.org. I'm betting right now if you go on to actblue.org, there will be a picture of John Ossoff and uh, Reverend Warnock together and with invitations to give money to phone bank um, to contact your friends, family, colleagues in the state of Georgia um, to vote. And all eyes are in Georgia. I, I saw former First Lady Obama um, is doing something. I think encouraging phone banking for Georgia. Uh, Jeezy, um, uh, believe, did a show. Either either he did a concert yesterday or is doing one today. Um, you heard his voice. Basically, he was commenting on the fact that um, you know he he believes that. Neither obviously that Biden isn't perfect, but that um, he was supporting Biden and Harris because, you know, Donald Trump has many, many times shown us exactly who he is and uh, that we should believe someone when they show us who they are. And I think that's appropriate. I think what we're seeing from the president, what we're seeing um, is what we're seeing from Ted Cruz, what we're seeing from Josh Hawley, what we're seeing from Louis Gohmert and the other 139 elected officials who are suggesting that uh, the election was fraudulent. And I, I still don't understand, though, how their elections were legitimate. But the elections in which Democrats won were not. Which is tricky because there are (laughs) hundreds of thousands of ballots in which the Republican congressperson won their seat, but the president, the incumbent, lost. And so either the ballot in total is legit or the ballot in total is completely illegitimate. They still haven't, they haven't been able to square that circle, but all this to say is we're in 2021 and 2020 is hanging on for dear life. So it's going to, 2020 is going to linger, uh, for a little bit. And, but you know what? In about 30 days from now, um, we're going to be, we're going to be all good. We're going to be all good. 2020 is going to be behind us. Um, now, the impact of 2020 and the complete incompetence and the, um, the lack of empathy, um, from 2020 will remain and we'll have a lot of work to do. Um, but we're going to get there. Um, so we're in a new year and, uh, I'm just curious to know what kind of New Year's resolutions, um, that you have that horrible transition, by the way, <laughs> there's no good way out of that. I guess where I was going, well, I'm just going to tell you what my New Year's resolutions are. Um, I, you know, I got the typical, I got, I, you know, this is kind of like, um, you ever watch Will of Fortune? Um, Will of Fortune. I, I grew up watching Will of Fortune and um, on the final puzzle for years. Whenever someone, he would give them five vowels in a, um, five, five constant, no, five consonants and one vowel. Um, and it was always the letters R, S, T, L, N, and the letter E. That happened so much that they just give them to the people now. They don't have to say those right? Um, And so, in many respects, I feel like the getting healthy, eating healthy, more exercise, like, that—that that is that sort of thing, right? Like, of course, we're all saying that, we're all doing that. But I'm thinking about, on top of those things that we say every year, what are the real New Year's resolutions that we have? Um, What are the things... That we want to do for ourselves, for uh, the people we care about. Um, that that's what I'm talking about. Um, and I have a, I do, and I'm saying all this because I have a recommendation. I could have just said, "Here's my recommendation for a New Year's resolution." Um, and 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 the 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 offering um, that I'm making is that in 2021. I think a really good new year's resolution for us is to give each other the benefit of the doubt. Uh, We have spent, think about it. I mean, so there was already this us versus them mentality that we stepped into 2017 with and have had pretty much for the last four years because of the outcome of the stolen election of 2016. Um, But then COVID came. And it not only then... So we were already fractured. We were already kind of broken up into different political factions, social factions, us versus them. But then COVID comes along. And does a Hulk smash on our our kind of our, our fractured community because now everyone is seen as a potential threat. Someone to stay away from. Um, someone that, you know, and now all of a sudden we're, we're placing value judgments on people, whether or not they wear a mask or keep distance, whether or not they decide to dine out or go on vacation to visit their family like we are we've gotten to a place where we question not just question everyone we doubt them we are suspicious of each other and in 2021 i guess what i'm asking for is that we begin to extend grace to each other um and give each other the benefit of the doubt. And yes, we're going to continue to read and hear horror stories of folks who, you know, I, I saw, saw a posting on Twitter yesterday. A physician was recounting a story and she was treating a, an older gentleman who had recently contracted COVID and she had asked him like, how? How did he come into contact? And um, his granddaughter had come to visit to celebrate his birthday, and then um, found out, you know, a few days later that um, she had tested positive for COVID. She'd come into contact with someone who tested positive. She tested positive, and then ultimately he tested positive. We're going to continue to hear those stories, and I and, I, and we're going to continue to see the pictures of people gathering together um probably not distanced enough probably not masked up enough and it's gonna it's gonna make us feel a certain kind of way and I guess what I'm asking um and that that's just with COVID we haven't even gotten into politics we haven't even gotten to just the the unaddressed. Um, you know, structural racism that we're gonna to have to deal with uh in twenty twenty one and the years beyond, but let's give each other grace. And give each other the benefit of the doubt. That's my New Year's resolution to do that. Um I hope you find something besides um beating yourself up for having gained weight or enjoying carbs. That doesn't feel like a resolution to me. That feels more like a lifestyle. I guess I'm I'm on my soapbox now, and those are always good things to practice, right? Sleep, diet, exercise, but let's stretch ourselves. Um, let's we you know if if 2021 is going to be a great year, it's because we will have made it great. It won't be great on its own. So find those resolutions that will stretch you, that will open you up again, um, because. The more we begin to open up uh, ourselves, uh, I feel like the more open and the more caring and um, the more loving our community uh, will be again. And, 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 and the ability for us to heal will come from that. That's certainly a resolution for me because I am closed off and I am all those things that I talked about. I'm very judgy. Um, on especially on the COVID-related front. So I'm working on that. Um continue to be good to yourself. Be good to each other. Thank you for joining me um for a new season uh of the uninvited and I will catch you on the flip side. Peace. Sorry it's the Fool blue traits is so for a
1: Thinks he'll get the girl, he'll only get the mechanic What's missing, he's living A day he'll soon forget That's one more time around The sun is going down, the moon is out But he's drunk and shouting, putting people down He's pissing, he's living A day he'll soon forget His money every morning The only thing that keeps him horny Locked in a giant house that's alarming The townsfolk, they all laugh Sorry is the fool who trades his love for our rise rent Seems the more you make equals the loneliness you get And it's fitting barely living a day he'll soon forget that's one more time around and there is not a sound he's lying dead clutching Benjamin's never put the money down he's stiffening we're all whistling a man will soon forget